You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Well, we mentioned in the outset of the broadcast, there's five Hall of Famers here at Minute Maid Park today. Nolan Ryan's here, Jeff Bagwell, Craig Biggio, Reggie Jackson's here, and John Smoltz broadcasting from MLB. And Verlander trying to show all five of them that he may belong in that club. This is another Astros podcast. 2-2. Got him swinging. 13. He's punched 13 tickets through seven innings. And we're scoreless as we go to the seventh inning stretch. And that's grounded left side. Correa backhands, throws from the outfield. Grass in time. Oh, what a play by Correa. One away. Here's the one-two. Swing and a miss. Gardner goes down. That's 14 strikeouts for Verlander. It ties his career high. He's not getting older. He's getting better. New pitcher, it's right-hander Ken Giles. Hasn't allowed a base runner in seven consecutive games. That's lifted high in the air and deep to center. Springer is going back, still going back, and that ball is gone. Just to the left of the batter's eye, it's a three-run home run for Gary Sanchez and a 3-0 lead for the Yankees. Uh, 1-2. Swing and a miss, chase the fastball up and away, and that's the ball game. Roldis Chapman strikes out the side as the Astros get shut out. Yankees even the series at a game apiece, beating the Astros 4-0. Astros see their win streak end at three games. Welcome back to Astro Launch, everybody. This is Steve Sparks, and I'm with A.J. Hinch, the manager, for the third game of this series with the New York Yankees. And so far, these games have been very exciting. Two really good teams. Don't you agree? Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a mirror image of one another where both teams are feeling each other out. There's some close games. It's very similar to playoff baseball with one swing, one mistake, one one something that leads to the to the conclusion of the game. So... Fun baseball between two really good teams. Get a chance to get Stassi and Fisher into the lineup today. They don't play on an everyday basis. And uh, you see some steps forward with both of those players, in particular Stassi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the receiving, you're, you're a former catcher. What do you like about Max? Well, he handles the ball down in the zone as well as really anyone. So to have him you know, paired up with Keuchel today uh, with the heavy sinker is going to be a good combo for us to present pitches to the umpire, to potentially steal a couple borderline pitches and they, they have a nice little rapport. So I, I think Stassi handling the pitching staff has been the biggest leap forward for him. I feel comfortable with him with any pitcher, uh, but specifically the guy who keeps the ball down like Keiko will be really important. I watch batting practice every day, AJ. I've been watching Derek Fisher pretty close lately. Seems like he's taking everything toward left center, the opposite field gap. It looks like his stroke is staying in the zone a little longer. Is that fair? Yeah, it's very fair. Pitch on the way. And Fisher lifts this one to center field fairly deep. It sends back Young, still going back, looking up. See you later! A two-run home run for Derek Fisher. And the Astros get to within a run. It's 4-3 Angels. Fisher's first home run of the year, just to the left of the batter's eye. And that's when he's at his best, is more the middle of the field. I mean, I think some people think opposite field. You think, you know, left center field for him or left field for him. It's really about center field, where he hit the home run a couple days ago. It's important for him to direct things back towards the pitcher. He's fast enough to get to, quick enough to get to pitches inside. Uh, but when he gets a little pull conscious and gets a little bit uh, tentative in his approach, he can he can get caught in some really bad pitcher's counts. And when that happens, it's it's you know death up here. So 
Uh, I like the fact that he's making a physical adjustment and a directional adjustment that hopefully will lead to some more production. Dallas Keuchel's pitching today. It was a weird line his last game, I thought. Uh, it looked like he was throwing the ball much better than the results. Do you agree with that? Well, the first four or five innings, that's his best that he's thrown all year. Yeah. And then something happened in mid-game, and, and you know, one bad cutter led to a homer, which I know frustrated him, and then a couple more bad breaking balls in the in the zone, and, and he gave up some big home runs. And the next thing you know, he's out of the game in, in five or six earned runs. So uh, tale of two different halves of a game. The first half was very dominant. Uh, really, really good performance. And then the back half of his outing, um, you know, he scuffled to make pitches specifically with this cutter. So um, he'll need to be, you know, himself in this in this game. This is some very potent right-handed hitters and only one left-handed hitter in the lineup. So making pitches is going to be key tonight. He'll need to be himself because Luis Severino is going for the Yankees tonight. Very good pitcher. He is good and in, in, in a very young um, approach where you have to get him early if you're going to get him. You, got, you can – you can go up aggressive, but you've got to be very much in the strike zone. It's, 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 you know, if he's getting a slider over and his changeup, he can be very, very good because of his fastball uh, velocity. And, and he's one of the up-and-coming young pitchers in the game that, that has a little bit of everything. If he puts it together, we, he has a dominant performance. That's why he was uh, one of the best pitchers in the American last year. If not, then you get to him early. Like We've seen him throw 70-plus pitches in the first three innings and be out of the game. All right, A.J. Hinch, good luck tonight. You got it, thanks. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. That is on the outside corner for strike three. Man, did he freeze him with that fastball at 97. Robert Ford. Steve Sparks. Charlie Stinkin' Morton. Thought it was Charlie Freakin' Morton. Something like that. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Aaron Boone, manager of the New York Yankees and in your first year. And uh, playing career ended after the 2009 season. You went into broadcasting on as recently as last year, we're doing ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. You ever thought you'd be you'd be sitting here right now? Um, I think it, I always thought it was possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it was never something that was a career ambition of mine, even when I was playing. But I always, in some way, kind of pictured myself uh, doing this at some point. And uh, you know, the last couple of years, I think being in the booth, I've really started to get the itch to get back with a club, whether that was in a front office position, a coaching position, or in a managing position. And uh, when this opportunity came up, uh, I was really excited about it and, and uh, fortunately uh, was able to get this job because it's it's obviously a great job to have. What were some managers that you played for that you feel like your experiences with them help mold your, your style now? Right, I would say all of them, for uh-huh. one. but. Two examples I, I would cite are my dad, just because, you know, getting to play for him, and he's probably been my, you know, biggest influence off the field and in life in general, as well as my baseball career. So he's been a huge influence. And then Joe Torre, having the opportunity to come here and play for him in New York, and just, I just thought the way he dealt with all that comes with New York and, you know, how he um, just created an environment where, where guys could thrive in. Um, those are two guys that I've hopefully taken a lot from. Do you feel like, one, having played for the Yankees and in that microscope, and two, having been on the media side of things, has helped you in, in this job because of all the media demands playing or managing the Yankees and managing in New York? I think so. Um, you know, I think you're, you know, hopefully you learn from every you know, experience you, you've had along the way. And I think playing here, um, being in the media, hopefully those are two things that will benefit me 
not only so far, but moving forward. You and A.J. Hinch have known each other for a very long time. When was the first time you and A.J. got, got to meet? We played on the junior U.S. team my senior year, his junior year. Um, so we played together for Team USA, uh, became friends then. then. Then obviously I went on to USC, he went to Stanford. Uh, so playing against each other there and then in pro ball and, um, you know, somebody that's always, we've always kept in touch and been friends. And, and now I think over the last couple of years, you know, uh, I think our relationship has grown. And I, I think some, I think we both have a lot of respect for each other and, and just kind of uh, enjoy being around one another. Is he someone who, especially when you were just starting starting this process of one getting interviewed and then actually getting the job, is he someone that you you kind of talk to? Because I mean, his path was a bit non-traditional as well. Yeah, no question. Um, you know, we we spoke a lot um, after you know the World Series, and you know I knew these opportunities were starting to come up. He was one of the first guys I called to just start to pick his brain and to bounce things off of and. He's been a great sounding board for me. He's been a good friend for me to just kind of, you know, obviously he can relate as well as anyone to, to what it all, what all goes into this job. So um, I've been really appreciative of the relationship we have. I think somebody looks at your baseball reference page, they say, all right, well, he finished his career with the Astros, 10 games, yeah. played in September, you know, okay, whatever. But that doesn't really tell the whole story. You uh, came to spring training 2009 with the Astros, uh, wound up getting some some pretty tough news, having open heart surgery, and, and came back to play. So, I mean, you look at those 10 games on a baseball reference page, you think, oh, not a big deal. But when you know the whole story, I mean, that was a pretty significant moment for you. It was, and it was um, it was a very rewarding year in a lot of ways because I met a lot of great people within the Houston Astro organization. The organization that you know, didn't know me before, obviously coming in, um, were so supportive, treated me so well through all of it. And uh, it's something I'm forever grateful for. And, and that year, even though I only got in 10 games, was very memorable and it had a lot to do with all the people in the Astro organization. Aaron Boone, Yankees manager, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, starting Friday, continued success. Thank you very much. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.